just we're kidding. Not we're not done yet. yet. <laughs> um, Psych, you're gonna be here for another two hours. <laughs> so I know we were. I know we talked about it in text a little bit, but you know, for the pod, um, Addie or, or Shades of Magic trilogy. I think Shades of Magic, just because I get to spend longer with the characters. Yeah, same. Oh, I hate that you guys always make me the outlier. I think Addie. Mm. Addie has a story. I mean, that's a fair. That's a fair. I think oh. if Addie had more books, but she has said over and over again she's not going to write another book for Addie, which is good. I think which is good. Yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah, it should yeah. stay as a standalone. Yeah. If there were more books, or even if it was like longer, then I really would have to kind of pick and analyze and really think about it. Yeah, my thing is I like to like be with the characters for a long. Yeah, time. I love the time we had with these characters. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say for the story, Addie. For that's the fair. experience, darker shades. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I th- yeah I have to agree. Darker shade of magic, like as an experience of reading the book, and also it was the first time that I, for fiction, bounced back and forth between an audiobook and a physical copy. I technically did that for Game of Thrones, but it was so long, and I read it over like three months. It didn't feel the same. Like I read this whole trilogy in a week, pretty much, um, or two weeks, and I literally was like. I wasn't working. I wasn't doing anything. So I was literally just like either listening to this audiobook while I like did dishes or like did the laundry or laying down and reading it. And it was like truly just lived this series for a week and it was amazing. Yeah. yeah this is the first trilogy where I've actually wanted to finish it to the end. Cause usually I, I kind of get burnt out by the second book or Almost like, like you have Osaron inside you. <laughs> <laughs> just burns her up. But I, I get burnt out. Um, but like, when I finished book two, I went immediately into book three. Oh, yeah. How book two ends? I'm like, no, I got yeah. I have to start book three. Oh, same. I didn't... I, there was no break for me. Yeah, because usually I finish book one, then I take a break. I read, like, a book or two. Um, or I don't even ever read book two. But then I just jumped straight into these again. I personally like trilogies. I love trilogies. It's just a lot of books do have second book syndrome. I think this one even could have suffered from it, but it's V.E. Schwab, so it didn't. I think it theoretically should have. She's just that good of an author. Yeah. I like, like story-wise, the, the second book books, is the weakest. I think the first book's the weakest. But I feel like just because it has to set up everything for everything else. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite part of series, though. Like, any series, not even just a trilogy. I love the setup. I love feeling like I'm part of the world slowly. That's I like, like the details. So I feel like that's why, like, second books suffer for me, because I really like conclusions and understanding those conclusions, but I also like the meat it gets to get there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of second books don't provide for that. Like, um, my first experience with middle book syndrome or second book syndrome was with um, the Crossed trilogy, Matched, Matched trilogy. The book's called Crossed. And I don't even think I ever Who wrote it? it? Um, Ali Condi. It's one oh, of the, yeah. the women's in the bubble. All the okay, time. yeah. First the green one, one. So fucking good, yeah. And then the blue one, which is the second one. I think I finished it and then got to the third one, which I believe is red. Red. Um, and then I just, I didn't even remember what happened in the second one. It was so bad. They literally spend the entire time, like, walking through a cavern mm. and, like, half the cast dies off that she clearly got bored of writing or, like... Damn. It was, like, just really disappointing because the first one was so fucking good. So good. That was my first experience with it. And then I've just noticed that most trilogies have the second book be the weakest. Or even, like, with Twilight, New Moon is the weakest. But I also think that's because Stephanie Meyer can't really write angst that well. Compared to, like... It was so boring. It's it just so, so useless. Like, spends the entire first book telling her he's not going to leave her, and then he then leaves, leaves her. her. Yeah. And then she's just bummed about it, and then he comes back. Oh. Yeah. There's an entire three pages where you just turn it, and it says, like... January, February, March. Yeah. And she just 
because she doesn't do anything except be catatonic in her window. Which I like. I get it. Those are the There's vibes. There's a possibility. That, I sing that so. I sing that every day. What an iconic scene, though. Oh, it's so oh. spinning around her, and the seasons are changing. I would love to see these as movies. There, um, this probably would have gone into production this year, but COVID. Yeah. They got the screenwriter, mm-hmm. like right before COVID hit. Uh, they got the screenwriter. Oh it's the John Wick dude, so I think the action's gonna be the fucking amazing. Gonna be f- I'm gonna so need exciting. them to consult me on who they're gonna cast as Rye, because like, I can't be having like. A I'm very Timothy picky Chalamet. about who who they're they gonna choose for Lila. White person for the Maresh family. I will. I don't think Victoria will let that happen because she's gonna join production and be a supervisor. But this was sold when she had a lot less clout than she does for Addie. Addie's gonna go exactly how she wants it to go. This oh, will not. Shit. See, I pictured them. So I, like I won't blame her if they looking. Well, they're they're as they're alluded to being um, some sort of East Asian, like Southeast Asian. Did I know? I told you, but did I ever tell you my fan cast for the Dane twins? No. Oh, oh it's so my good. god! You're gonna love it. Do you know who Dane DeHan is? Oh! <laughs> oh my god! Okay, hold on. Don't don't. <laughs> Don't don't say who she you're gonna think for Astrid, okay? Has Nicole turned the phone to have a picture of Dane DeHan? <laughs> I said, have you heard Dane DeHan? <laughs> She's in Game she of was, Thrones. Yeah, she was in a lot of things. Natalie recently. Dormer. Natalie is... Dormer. Yeah, Natalie Dormer's perfect. Right? I was, I was because I couldn't think of anybody that was young enough. So that's why that's perfect. I completely agree with your fan cast. If they do anything else, again, I'm peeing on some doors. <laughs> I'm gonna email V E Schwab right now. And Please the production make, company. They sure. do not cast Dane to hand. Like, that doesn't make it, it even His name is in it. Dane. Oh, the Dane. Yeah, I was like, where? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, Dane to hand and Natalie Dormer would be the perfect sibling. And then who's a redhead that could... Uh, not Rupert Grint. <laughs> Rupert <laughs> Grint as Ochka? Oh, no. <laughs> it's fucking Kel, bitch. That's even better. Okay, I'll say it here. I don't want Surfy... Surfy... Sophie Turner? I don't want her. I'm tired of seeing her face. I'm sorry. I wouldn't mind Sophie Turner as Ochka, but I do agree that she's, like, overcast right now. Yeah. I think she'd be good, but tired. So, favorite parts? The forehead touching. Forehead touching. Blood magic. Oh, the blood magic. Oh, God. I did like the scene where Maxim was facing off with Osaron. That was really... I think it was really well written. Yeah. Oh, the opening scene in book two where Lila's, like, taking control of the ship and and she's singing that song that's fucking invented about her oh my god and then she Sorrow. she's also like doing a mental countdown of yeah how many people she's killing and how many people no, are left the sorrow is coming, is coming, oh so good oh so good. so good she has a fucking pirate song written about her i, I love this bitch iconic what are your favorite moments um i love the forehead touching yeah <laughs> blood magic yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um the ball with um Kel and Lila. I love mm. when they like finally like they finally can be yeah. together. They're like we want to bump uglies, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that moment and how her dress was described. Mm-hmm. Mm. I love I mean it sounds fucking weird, but I loved when Holland died. Yeah. No. No, yeah. I think it was gorgeous. Yeah. And the way Hastra died too. It was written very, she very was the beautifully. Best um, because I was gonna mention it like chronologically and I forgot. Um, at the end when everything is tying up and Kel's about to leave. And he brings the flower to the priest because he wants to keep it with him that Hoster made him forever. And he's like, can you bring this back to life like, so I can keep it because I know you can do that with flowers. And he was like, the priest is like, this is one of the rare flowers that only blooms once for a short time. It's a moon flower. And then it's over because sometimes, and this is the priest, 
essentially saying like this is Hoster's life like it was this very beautiful short-lived important thing and now it's over and that's okay and I was like except it's not it's not okay <laughs> it's not okay I'm a shell of a human being Osron has passed through my ass <laughs> <laughs> That was my favorite part of the whole book, was that, like, I love whenever it's, like, life has meaning-ass shit, which yeah. is probably why I like Addie so much, but. Okay, another question. Would you ever read the whole thing again, or just a certain book, if any? I'll probably read the third one again. I'll probably reread it again, like, I think if I ever read a series that I felt rivaled this, I'd read this again to see if I was right. I think I'm gonna reread book one, because I... The first time I read it was in 2015, so I really don't remember a whole lot. Because I read it when it came out. Yeah, that's what introduced me to her, and so I fell in love, and so I just want to revisit it again. I just don't reread. I I really don't reread. I I do all the time. Depression, I would like to. (laughs) I don't reread, but I do rewatch shows and movies all the time. Nicole and I were talking about the other day, we're like, we don't have a comfort book. Like, how you always can, like, lube yourself up and keep yourself going, and now you don't have, like, reading slumps because you'll just go to Captain Prince. And I'm like, we need one of those. Yeah, I don't know what it is because I want like a easy read, a short read, but I just, I don't know. I would reread Captain Prince. I'm like I like, I know I say that like every fucking episode, and I do plan on rereading it. But it's like I just I am very much someone who has a really hard time revisiting anything. Mm. So like except maybe movies, and even then, like my favorite movies, like it's hard for me to. I don't know. Like even if you look at the cover of book one, you can tell it's older than all of them. But I've only opened it like once. Or twice when Laura was reading it and I was revisiting a few things. Like, I've always intended to reread it. I just haven't gotten around to it. I love that you didn't even reread it to read the series again. You are just like, I, no, I was like, I remember. I was like, I, I had my refresher when Laura was texting me. Yeah. And then when I was opening it a little bit. I don't know. It's just genuinely such a good series. I've said it this. Is. It's like, I don't think I've ever read characters that resonated with me like this. Yeah. Even in her other books, like, obviously, like, I feel like Henry was a close... Henry and Addie really, really were fucking amazing. But even then, it's like, I don't think I'll ever love characters like I love the characters in this book. And I just have to accept that. I'm like, they will have a number one slot in my heart mm-hmm. for a long time. Like, I remember reading this and being like, oh, this is how V.E. Schwab is Nicole's favorite author. Like, this, she's genuinely one of my yeah, favorite authors. Sense. Like, She's the only author I have on um, NaNoWriMo. It's like, favorite authors. I said... <laughs> The Schwab, that's all <laughs> Mine, I just originally, I only had... It um, said favorite books, and I said <laughs> Captain Prince, Darker Shades Trilogy, and Addie LaRue, and then it said favorite author, and then Schwab. Schwab. I sent you guys the photo of mine. Yeah, I I remember reading your favorite thingies. I, don't know. I know Schwab is on there. I know Hugo's on there, or Evelyn Hugo's on there. Oh, no, I did add Evelyn Hugo, because that was one of the best books I've ever read. I just loved trilogies, because I didn't like, let me live with these characters. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Getting to experience, like, it's it's also, I feel like, with trilogies, there's no parts that feel rushed. Yeah, they can take their time, which is really nice. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... The weird thing is, Victoria Ishwab <laughs> so prolific. Like, she has... She writes a lot of books, and it doesn't feel like any... <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't feel like any of these books suffer for it. And that's what mm-hmm. kind of blows my mind as an author. Is I'm like... and But she said she spent, what, 10 years on Addie? Yeah. yeah, 10 years. So it's like, clearly she's just juggling whips and knows what she's doing. Yeah, I love watching her stories on Instagram because she lays out her writing process and her organizational process. And she's always been very transparent about, like, how much she writes, how often she writes, if she writes that day. 
which I just I I think it's really cool to see kind of firsthand exactly how she organizes her thoughts and prayers <laughs> <laughs> also finding out she was queer as like a group of oh love i don't know I mean, we've had full-on hour-long discussions about why gay characters like stick yeah and yeah. also yeah her gay characters feel like they're just characters that happen to be gay yeah and i feel like that's why yeah. i like it yeah it's not like this is a gay character like rye removing his queerness is exactly right yeah. mm-hmm. and you just add the queerness on and it's just yeah it's right and it's like i feel like a lot of people write gay characters and like this is a gay character is, is that good he's, yeah, like, he's outside and he's point. he's checking out or this guy she doesn't yeah she doesn't write it as a plot point it just yeah. is i was like halfway through and i like got that feeling of like oh god i'm gonna have to finish this book like i can't yeah i'm gonna that. have to say bye <laughs> and then like a month after i read it she came out saying she was writing another three that had some of the characters in it. And then the month after that, we read Addie, so it was just like perfect. I'm just injecting V.E. Schwab yeah. in my veins at this point. It's my crack. All right, guys, and thanks for listening. Uh, Make we're... sure to follow us <laughs> <laughs> on social media, LitBitchPod on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Email us at LitBitchPod at gmail.com. You can find all of this on litbitchpod.com. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We know, we know, we know, we know, we know, we know. <laughs> <laughs>